0: Live from the Business Radio X studio in Atlanta, it's time for Organization Conversation. Brought to you by Wall Control Storage Systems. Wall Control gives you the storage and organization you crave. Now, here's your host, Richard Grove.
1: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Organization Conversation. We're excited to be here. This is going to be a fun one because... We're talking with actual professional organizers, Um, so it should be a pretty insightful conversation. Um, Our guests today are Heather Rogers and Mindy Sullivan from Simply Organized. Thank you both for being on.
0: Hi, thanks for having us. Hello.
1: Yeah, this will be fun. So rather than me try to fumble through it, I'll let you explain um, what you guys do, what Simply Organized is all about.
0: Okay, I will um, attempt to make it a brief elevator speech, as we call it. Um, so, I started Simply Organized twelve years ago, and my whole goal was to help people. So, um, that's taken lots of twists and turns over the years. But what we focus on is the organizing side, which is decluttering, sorting, donating, um, hooking people up with resources like estate sale companies, etc. And then fifty percent of what we do is moving. So we help people pack and unpack when they're moving. So we really like to help people who are going through what I call a major life crisis, um, uh, which is typically when people need help. So getting married, having a baby, moving, getting a divorce and loss of a loved one. So that's how we help.
1: Gotcha. And how did you both get started in the organization space?
0: Um, I went to a career counselor who... (laughs) played all these interesting games with me and the answer to all the questions was be a professional organizer at the end of that. So I honestly had no idea about the industry and started researching it and Contacted Oprah's organizer, who is Peter Walsh, and he told me to join NAPO. I, you know, didn't know there was an organization for organizers. So, yeah, so
1: I mean, you're and before we get going, you have some background with NAPO, and I I guess explain to the audience what NAPO is.
0: So, NAPO, and you'll have to excuse me, they've changed their name, and I should know the new name, but it's basically the National Association of Professional Organizers. They have thrown in productivity in there somewhere. But um, it is a national and actually international group of professional organizers. And we have a local Georgia chapter here who meets monthly. And we have about 80 members who are professional organizers. And then we have about 18 business partners and Richard for wall control is one of our newest business partners, which we're so excited to have you there. So yes, I was on the board for many years. I was in charge of getting us um, speakers every month. And then I was also president for a few years.
1: Yeah. Well, and we're on um, wall control myself, happy to be there. And I'm appreciative to you for introducing me to everybody and making us, making us wall control me feel welcome at these events. So yeah, it's yeah, it really fun getting to meet people. It was that, I guess the annual Meeting was the first one I'd gone to, and mm. I walked in. I didn't know anybody. And I luckily I saw you. I was like Heather, hey, and then she <laughs> showed me around. And you know, because it's you know it's weird. You don't you don't know yeah. what it's like being a new kid at school. What what right. table am I allowed to sit at in the cafeteria? Right. Kind of thing. So. You
0: came to the best one. We we usually go out to dinner once a year, and so we we were all at Maggiano's and. Having a good time. That's always our most well-attended event and uh, really neat since we haven't gotten to meet in person in so long because of the pandemic. So it was really neat to finally get to see everybody.
1: Yeah. So I mean, kind of jumping into that a little bit, how does the relationship between the professional organizer and the business partner typically work? And I'm learning as I go too. So a lot of these are just... You know, I'm very curious. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Richard wants to know how he's going to get the best of his membership, which is so <laughs> smart. Um, so we usually attract uh, businesses who make really good referral sources for us organizers because we're always in need of different types of services. So for example, um, in addition to wall control, we have people in the group who are um, provide cleaning services and moving services and trash removal services. And we have a guy who scans documents and photos. So it's so wonderful for us to have these trusted, um, resources that we can send our clients to. And we know they're going to be very well taken care of.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. Ours is, um, we definitely want the customer flow to flow that way, but also the reverse way too. So like we have a ton of people, especially, you know, well, we, wall control, we ship nationally, internationally, you can buy it everywhere. And it's always been a direct to consumer, um, DIY, if you can't install yourself, sorry, we can't help you kind of thing. So we're, we're looking for, you know, organizers that we have a relationship with. And if there's a customer who reaches out and says, Hey, I need some help getting organized. I don't know where to begin rather than saying, I'm sorry, we don't really, we can't help you, you know, You got to do it yourself. We have somebody we can pass them off to and give them, you know, give them business that way. So, Well, you can
0: go to napo.net and put in the zip code wherever the client is across the country and then you have all of those organizers that you can recommend as well. So that's a really good, you know, symbiotic relationship for y'all to have as well. And then, you know, I brought Mindy today because she's, you know, an interior designer by trade and has joined our team and um, we're so excited to have her and she's naturally an organized person. Yes, that's how I came to organizing. Uh-huh. I came by it honestly. Yeah. Well, OCD in there.
2: Yeah, that's good.
1: <laughs> we all appreciate that here. Yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> do. But yes, yeah, she contacted me a few years ago and said, "Hey, what would you think about us working together?" And I was like, "Oh my gosh, that would be perfect." And it's opened up so many opportunities for us because now not only can she do interior design, but she has a a brain for imagining spaces that I I wish I had. I don't. Um a lot of people don't. So we can do creative use of space all day long and spatial planning, but she can actually draw up floor plans and and actually work with clients on other stuff. So we've added a lot of things to simply organize because we now have Mendy's. So we're now offering staging and Doing a lot more pre staging, and Mindy's going Saturday to help somebody with paint colors. colors.
1: (laughs) That's awesome. So, (laughs) one question I had that kind of speaks to it what separates, you know, simply organized from other similar organizations and services?
0: Right. So, we're one of the few organizers that has a, a very large team. So, we have 16 professional organizers who work with us now. And not only does that mean that we can Work in more places at once and help more people all around the metro Atlanta area. But we also all have different strengths and skill sets that we bring to the table. So, you know, whereas if somebody says they have a closet that they really want to do, you don't want to send me to that. It's not that I can't do it, but there's somebody on my team who's way better at that than me. Mm -hmm. In fact, Everybody on my team is way better than that.
2: So <laughs> That's it's, just because you don't like closets I, or clothes.
0: Don't. I don't. I am I uh, I am I am not a good, uh, quote-unquote, girly girl. <laughs> yeah. And mm-hmm. you don't want me to do product in bathrooms either because I don't own any of that stuff. I don't wear makeup, so I don't know what half the stuff is. So it's really nice to be able to offer that as a strength. And then because we've been in business for so long, I also have amassed this – wonderful uh, group of resources and I've kind of culled out the ones that were not doing a very good job. And so Mm -hmm. I know who to refer now. Gotcha. You know, if somebody needs a good moving company or if they need a good estate sale person or something like that, I know the good ones and I know the bad ones. So it really helps to do that.
1: So I mean, even speaking from my vantage point, not having been in this space very long you do seem you seem to be like the center of the community like i mean just i like
0: that watching
1: you interact with people so yeah it's i i would trust any recommendation you gave me for sure wow
0: (laughs) thank you richard that's honestly i've always um this guy came and talked to our napo group years and years and years ago and he had written a book about being the mayor of your village oh yeah and i just loved that i always kind of saw myself as a a matchmaker for, you know, entrepreneurs and, you know, people that they needed help with. And um, so now I get to do it on an even larger scale with my clients. And I I met with this gentleman yesterday who said, I'm hiring you because I have no idea how to do this. And you do this every day and I want you to do it. I'm like, thank you. Thank you for letting me help you and use my expertise because that's what we're here for you know, and it's, I know it's hard to trust strangers sometimes, but, um, it's a lot easier when people, I'm always saying, let me, help me help you.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Bringing value to them for sure. So, and I don't even, Stephanie is here with us also. I don't know if I got to introduce you at the beginning. So yeah, she's, she is the new official co-host of organization conversation. So, um, yeah, she's great. We, we work together and uh we also are she's involved she has her own brand called Uncommon Outpost uh like a maker how would you define uncommon outpost maker woodworker Alchemist. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I I dabble in a lot of things, which now I understand why Richard brought me on here because he's seen my office and it is like um you know and that now I understand why I'm here today. Uh, we're also in the middle of the move, but I'm one of those people that like collects hobbies Mm. and doesn't ever get rid of any of them. Because I still do them all, mm-hmm. um, it's not like right. I'm hoarding things that I never use. I right. use a lot of things because I use a lot of hobbies, but all those hobbies come with tools and mm-hmm. supplies and um, and I have like I'm like an organized hoarder mm-hmm. that's a thing there um, I have a very labeled very it's, it's mm-hmm. all there, and I can find it right but there's more things than there's space mm-hmm. so um yeah. You know, I would be, I would be a nightmare project for you folks. That's good. No. I, it could no, be no. Like a best one. It could be
1: a good case study. Yeah. You know, uh, well, perhaps, we're moving so. in two weeks, so that's true. They are so.
0: <laughs> no, we love that. We a love, love a good challenge. Yeah, we'll get challenge it all accepted. I know, right? It's it's fun for us to do that yes. stuff. It's yeah. kind of like have you ever met a dental hygienist who says, "Oh, please bring me like the dirty mouth, bring mm. me the growth." You know, they love yeah. it because they. That's they're that, sick of seeing all these people with great oral hygiene all day long. <laughs> they
1: want, it's like the, and I, the, to the point I was going to make a second ago too, is like you talking about being the mayor of your village. So the community that Stephanie is in is the maker woodworking type community. And you see that same kind of thing, like the people in it that you trust, you know, you have, you have individuals with huge followings. Um, mm-hmm. But then you have people who have the followings of the people that people are following. And it's that kind of, that's mm-hmm. the person you want to talk to for referrals and things like that. You know, they're, right. they're, they're the mayor, you know? So right. yeah.
0: If Stephanie puts her, her badge on a certain company, they're going to use them.
1: Yeah. That yeah. kind of thing. So That's yeah, great, exactly. So, um, speaking to the design elements of it, Mindy, um, how does that process work? How do you, you know, how, how do you even begin with that kind of thing?
2: Begin as a job or begin or like, with simply organized? How, how <laughs> like you, a client?
1: Yeah, like how do you bring uh, design elements into organization projects? Like how do you so, start to see the space?
2: Yeah, it's different for every client, like depending on what they mm-hmm. need. Um, for a client that we recently had, it was more they were downsizing. And so a lot of times the benefit of having me as I go into their five thousand square foot house and then we go to their new condo that's twenty two hundred square foot and I can say that piece of furniture is never gonna fit in here. Mm-hmm. And then they say no, it will fit.
1: <laughs> yeah. My great aunt gave me that. Let's I'm yeah. that
3: person to watch me
2: make it fit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I say, okay, well good thing that we put that in our plan of action and I will draw that plan for you and show you what it's going to look like. And then they say, oh, that does not fit.
1: (laughs) That's nice. How, I mean, how much of it is just managing the client versus managing the actual design and move and organization of it?
2: It's, it's like a 50, 50. I
1: was going to say, it's got to be somewhere close to that. I'm sure there's, Yeah. 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 So like to that point, what is the ideal client um, or project for simply organized.
2: Ooh. Um, ideal is here's my space, right? Mm -hmm.
1: Like I trust you. You're the expert. I'm going to go sit over here.
0: I
2: have an an unlimited budget and
0: I've contacted you six months in advance. Yes. Please help me. That would be perfect. So what we love for people to do is to let us help them pretty much from A to Z. Mm -hmm. So if they know that they're, um, remodeling or moving or they're they're changing their space quite considerably. Um, we love to help them go through all the stuff. Let's sort it all out so that you don't pay to move something that you're never going to use again. Let's get rid of the eighth grade clothes and the, <laughs> the things that you haven't worn in 20 years or whatever. And we can bring in the charity to pick up donations. We can you know, bring in all the different vendors to help them from the entire process, just full circle. So that's an awesome client for us as somebody who several months before. I was going to ask about time. I mean, it would be nice, but let's face it. Most of our clients, there's a reason they're calling us and it's usually at the very last minute because they're not pre-planners or they honestly believe they can do it themselves. And we see that every day. Every day people are like, oh, I'm definitely going to get all of this done before y'all get here. And (laughs) 99% of those people who have the best intentions in the world. We just know it's not Mm going to happen. So I always give a quote that is a big range. And I always say, look, I'm planning on doing it all for you. Mm -hmm. I am planning on bringing enough people and enough supplies. If you get it all done or you get this much done, then We will work less hours and we won't use as many supplies and it will be less expensive. But I always try to plan for, you know, having to do the most. That's also good Um, because it
1: gives them, they're like, okay, like I need to do something, you know, it's, it's encouraging them without saying you need to do this or you "You need to be prepared.
0: You would think, you would think
2: that's encouraged. (laughs) Uh (laughs) It's
0: really interesting. Um, we need to have a whole like psychology show because it's there's so many um, mental components to this. Mm-hmm. Um, the first, uh, let's call it a roadblock, if you will, is I don't need help. Mm-hmm. So f- the first thing we have to do is get over that roadblock so that they're at least asking for help, which is why we usually find people willing to ask for help when they've got something else major going on. In how their would life. that
1: look if somebody, so how does somebody reach out, but also say, I don't need help. <laughs> so like, they're like,
0: <laughs> well, usually those are towards the hoarder side.
1: I see. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. So usually they're like, I got friend a friend or a
0: family member mm-hmm. has mm-hmm. said, have you ever thought about, you I know, gotcha. without calling being or
2: asking yeah, Somebody without being insulting
0: in or anything like that. And a lot of times we hear, and this is, again, so fascinating to me because I, I really wish I would have majored in psychiatry, but usually we find one spouse who hires us to help the other spouse. Mm-hmm. And I always have to make sure the other spouse spouse is on board mm-hmm. because we have walked into a situation before where they didn't even know we were coming
3: feel like I'm at my own intervention right. now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like this, Surprise, is, this Stephanie. is about to happen. Yeah, my your minimalist significant, significant other <laughs> exactly. is like going to come yeah. out of the door behind. Mm-hmm. And... Surprise!
1: The entire podcast was set up for this Stephanie. I Stephanie It's starting to
0: feel that way. <laughs> yeah, this is your intervention. Yeah. <laughs> so, what will what will hopefully be comforting to you, Stephanie, is that <laughs> almost every single couple that I work with has one of each. Really. It's, you've got a purger and a saver, you've got an A type and a B type, and it works so well for so many other areas in your marriage. So you have to be super grateful for the balance that that creates in other parts of your married life. And then you have to say, you know what? I'm willing to hire somebody to help us so we don't kill each other over the purging process because working with a family member or a spouse is so much harder It's weird. It seems counterintuitive. But when a stranger walks in, I have heard this so many times. If I had a dollar for every time I've heard it, I'd be a millionaire. People are like, "Uh, she wouldn't get rid of that yesterday. But you walked in and you suggested it and she got rid of it. I
1: totally see that.
0: Right? Yeah, for sure. So it's almost like I've been telling you the same thing over and over and you haven't heard it or you haven't been willing to listen. Whereas all of a sudden – Oh, well, she put it in a totally different way than okay. I understood. Or yeah, she made more sense than you do. or Even
2: though it was said the exact same yeah, way. Yeah. yeah. So like, I have been told. But she's the
1: professional. She yes. knows. You don't know. I can't trust you. Right. Like, yeah. That's the, I I totally see how that could work out in my own house. So, yeah. yeah. Like
3: Well, and, and we've we just totally different, like, I think that happens in a lot of aspects of relationships. You just need somebody that's yes. not your person. Yeah, yeah you exactly. Thing. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like being a referee. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I am a non, I have no skin in this game. I do not care either way. I just want everybody to be happy. So I can see the compromise and I can say, okay, well, if you're willing to get rid of this, are you willing to do this? And for whatever reason, usually when we're there, it's helpful. Mm-hmm. Or one of the spouse just leaves, which that happens a lot. They just check out and leave, and they say, "Y'all just do it without me." Please don't throw away X, Y, Z. And so, you know, that's fine. However, they want us to work, yeah, it is good. But yeah, that is a asking for the help is is really hard, especially with an older generation. Um, we've uh-huh. got a lot of people who fought in wars mm-hmm. and survived the depression, or had kids that survived the depression, and they have always done everything themselves. Yeah. So it's really hard for those people to reach out and ask for help. Yeah. So we usually find that um, elderly people, older generations, um, will sometimes injure themselves.
1: During the process? Before before
0: they are willing to pick up the phone and pay somebody. Yeah. They're going to make 20 trips in their car Mm -hmm. and they saved $5. (laughs) Yeah.
1: On the movers. Climbing up and down the (laughs) attic stairs. Oh, the ladder. Yes.
0: Yes, yes, yes. We actually... Oh, my gosh. We just had a client who we got everything pulled down from her attic. And I cannot believe she got it all up there. I don't care how old she was. A 20-year-old... I. I would have never been able to get all the stuff that she got up in her attic by herself. It was amazing. Do you think but, you
3: know, it was like years of putting stuff up there, or is it, was, it but was? But you
0: know those but... rickety pull down yeah. stairs that I'm I'm scared to death to get on those mm-hmm. things. It wasn't like an easy access space, and you just think, how did you not break your neck doing this? Yeah, you know that's crazy. So I was I was proud of her for being willing to let us hire somebody mm-hmm. to go get all that stuff and bring it down, and so we could go through it. Yeah there was no way we were all going up there.
1: Once you guys are hired, what is like a common stumbling block or something that people just mentally can't get past? I mean, I, mm. I'm, it's got to be throwing away sentimental things. Like how do you navigate that? How do you have a conversation that you haven't used this since you moved the last three times? Maybe we don't take right. this box to the next one. That kind right. of thing.
0: Um, the emotional attachment to stuff is, is very prevalent um, in most people. Most people have something that they're they do not want to part with. Um, Unfortunately, sometimes people have to learn the hard way. We um, recently helped a client who had moved about 20 years ago and all of the boxes in their basement were not unpacked from the move 20 years ago. And as we started going through them, like everything had been ruined by, um, you know,
1: 20 years rodents,
0: <laughs> rodents and, and mold, right. Cause Georgia basements. Yeah. Right. And, um, so it all had to be thrown away. And I mean, some of it was like wedding photos. And oh, yeah. so sometimes, unfortunately they kind of have to, that's a very difficult way to learn. Or if they put it in a storage unit for a really long time and then never go see it again. So we're always trying to prevent that. And we're yeah. always trying to use our knowledge and, um, what we've seen people do to, to warn them, you know, okay, let's not do this the hard way. <laughs> gotcha, sure. Let's not try to cost you so much money and time and heartache and loss. Let's just go ahead and figure out. And there's a lot of kind of creative, cool things you can do. Like you can make a quilt out of t-shirts and you can take pictures. Um, Recently, we worked with somebody who had this headboard. They were never going to use the headboard again, but it was beautiful and it was you know you being into woodworking and everything else this appreciation of the carpentry and everything else so we had them take a photo and they had it developed in like black and white and framed it
1: oh wow that's and awesome. that enabled
0: them to part with this mm-hmm. humongous headboard which they had no space for that was going to get destroyed by where they were storing it. Mm -hmm. So why not still get to see it and appreciate it?
1: I love that idea. So there's some
0: creative ways that you can still kind of see the stuff, have the stuff, but not have to like move that actual stuff, the physical um, things. And you can still kind of have them as part of your life.
1: Gotcha. So, and you were going back to your kind of the business overall. So you would say half of it is helping people with moves, And half of it helping people just get organized where they're at. Is that kind of the structure?
0: I would say yes. Yeah. And a lot of it's um, in the organizing process. A lot of it's getting homes ready to list. I see. Because we get so much business from real estate agents. And so a lot of times we're just trying to help them get the house pretty for photos. Gotcha. And in that, we're meeting all these people who are about to move. Uh, And so it's such a good time to purge mm-hmm. if you're going to move. So a lot of times we get kind of introduced in one way for the staging or the pre-staging, which is decluttering and depersonalizing. And then we kind of go from there, but yeah, I would say kind of half and half organizing, half moving. And a lot of times the, the moving is organizing because when we unpack, we put everything away where it goes in the new house. Man, so that is yes. organizing and, and, that's the brain, the part of our brain that we love to use. I mean, we can pack all day long, but our real skills mm-hmm. and creative use of space and you know, putting things in a home that makes sense so that from there on out, you can put it back so easily and find it when you need it. And the whole family knows where it is. That's the goal, mm-hmm. right? Is for not one member of the family to constantly be yeah. cleaning up and everything else. So to have your, your new space set up on day one, it's just such a really, it's, it's a luxury, but it's such a lovely gift, you know, and, and people love that. So
1: I was going to speak to that exact same point. We have been in our house for I think about four or five years now. And literally it's two cabinets that are right next to each other. We want to take stuff out of this one and put it in that one stuff out of that one and put it in this one. And we have not done that. (laughs) And so we literally this week, we're like this week, we're going to switch these up. And so if you don't do it on the first day, right. it's going to be like that for a very <sighs> long is time. so yes.
0: true.
1: That's And you're going so to be true. just inefficiently, like, mm-hmm. it's a very deep cabinet and we're, and it just stuff goes to the back that we never see again. So we want to switch that up to, you know, have that in the shallower cabinet and have these big long pans in there. So, right. Um, yeah. But
0: that always gets moved to the bottom of your priority list, right? Yeah, because exactly. Yeah. Who wants to do that, that ever?
1: I I think about it every day, but I never <laughs> think about doing it when I'm not annoyed by it. So <laughs>
0: that's so funny. Yeah. So I've I've said this before, um, uh, but it, it's worth repeating. Hiring a professional organizer is like hiring a personal trainer. You can exercise all by yourself, but if you hire a personal trainer, you're going to exercise longer. You're going to show up you're going to make sure you do it. So motivation and accountability are half the battle when it comes to organizing. The other half is the skill set and the spatial planning that comes with that. So
1: that's a really good point.
0: 10 times more likely to get a project like that done. If you know somebody is coming, they're showing up at 10 AM on Tuesday Mm -hmm. and that's what you're going to be doing for X number of hours. You've blocked it off on your calendar. You're paying somebody. So you're going to get it done. Right? So I think those things that we tend to put off over and over and over, I find that when I hire somebody to help me, even though I can do them all by myself, it's like bookkeeping and accounting, right? I mean, I can do that, but I don't want to, so I'm not going to.
1: Exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah. That's smart. Yeah. I know Great.
3: I never – I pick up my house more if I'm paying someone to clean it. Oh, totally. <laughs> well, Absolutely. doesn't ever Because yeah. then I have to – Otherwise I'm like, am I real? You clean I don't for the cleaners. Exactly. So That's the whole point. <laughs> dusted this last, so but I will pick up if I am paying someone to come clean it. Cause they can't clean if my stuff's all over. Yeah. Once that every two weeks we can have so like a true. pretend
1: that a cleaner's coming. Okay. Day, and it's like, huh? then it's really clean. Yep. So yeah. Well, <laughs> well I I, go I go always
2: ahead. told the kids, you have to party clean.
0: Oh, <laughs> like people are coming uh-huh. over. For That's good. So I like, party clean. Party clean
2: is good. Yes. Yes. I love that. Yeah. They're teenagers now. They're like, there's no party. They're like, they're like, wait before. a minute, mom.
1: <laughs> I feel lied to. Yeah. I feel lied to. <laughs> the party they're never like, came. That's
2: not, no, that's no, not well, but they always knew what that meant. They were right. like, Oh, like
3: dinner party. And I'm like, yes. yeah, mm-hmm. but that means you that. get to shove stuff in drawers because no one's going <laughs> to open the drawer. Doesn't matter. <laughs> it yeah. Doesn't matter. As long as it's like, not scattered as as it's all over the floor, and...
2: all
0: over
1: your floor. Right. That's true. It's better than it was. We have a puppy and it's like, oh, now let's just make our house not look like, a somebody, like a trash truck dumped oh my gosh. in the living room. Yeah. Like a tornado. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah
0: Yes. And you probably have to get everything off the floor so they don't chew mm-hmm. up a bunch of stuff. Yeah, exactly. And-
1: there's And it's like, she's uh, four months or so still teething or whatever. But like, so she found a magazine and it's like the magazine Whoa. keeps entertained. We don't care about the magazine, but I mean, it looks like a confetti bomb went off yes. in the living room. <laughs> so, but yeah, anybody, if... If anybody's even walking in the house, you got to straighten that up a little bit. Mm. But yeah. Oh, that's so funny. But yeah. So funny. So yeah. So um, we were kind of talking before we came on, kind of circling back to wall control. Um, So Mindy, you have some experience with our product? I do. I do. What space do you use that in? How's that helped you?
2: In closet with jewelry. And what I like about wall control is that you can get the attachments to put like a shelf on it as well as hooks. So like I have the shelf for rings and everything and little buckets and then all the necklaces go on hooks.
1: I appreciate you making that point, too, Mm -hmm. because we um, and I've noticed this. It's so funny because we, you know, we're our brand's best selling brand on like Amazon, Home Depot, online, Lowe's, all these places. But when I went to the National Association Professional Organizers Georgia chapter (laughs) meeting, it's a lot to say. It's
0: a mouthful. It's a mouthful.
1: (laughs) I, didn't, I don't think I talked to anybody who had heard of us before, which is interesting. Um, and then trying to explain to somebody, you know, it's what I do for a living. I've done mm-hmm. it for, you know, a long time. And it's, it's not a very easy thing to for somebody like me who's been in it so long to explain to someone who's never seen it. Mm-hmm. Even saying, you know, it's pegboard for tools doesn't quite resonate. So right. you speaking to the fact that I don't think people recognize that you can use a shelving system on the wall panel that doesn't yes. hit right it, until you're using it. And you're like, well, uh-huh. I can move this around all it's these very different places. Versatile. For sure. Very versatile. What
0: color so. did you get?
2: Well, cause it was in my closet. Yeah. I just got gray.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. Well, gray's right. a nice, yeah.
0: but I just love that it comes in different colors. Mm-hmm. and you can do patterns. And oh yeah. I just yeah. think we it's have, so cool.
1: I think we have 15 different colors. Stephanie would know better. She manages our powder line and uh, yeah, it's 15 colors, right? Isn't it? Sounds right. Yeah, what's what's hard have. is because we got the textures 15. too. We, so we, we have outsourced. some signature oh, series. We have some like
2: oh. secret, secret oh, ones yeah. coming. Well, out. I might need to upgrade mine now. Uh-huh. Oh, I we think got so. you taken care of. I think sure. so now. Yeah.
3: We're testing out a new, I mean, a shot. Secret pick. pictures. We're testing out gold.
0: Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and when I um, met you, Richard, after meeting you, I sent your information to my brothers and my husband, who's a big tool car racing guy. And my brother's like, oh, that's what we have at my company's business. And so they've been using wall control for years, and I'll have to send you pictures. It's really cool. It's oh, i really love to It's really yeah. cool, and um, their colors are yellow and black, and mm-hmm. they've got their logo on it, and they have a lot of people who come in every day. And so they really wanted something that looked good and professional, even though they're in this industrial Space because they repair hydraulic hoses for a living. So I just thought, oh, this is so cool. And he already knew about it. I That's was like, awesome. oh, of course you do. Of
1: yeah, course you <laughs> I love have hearing it. that.
0: And Mindy already had it too. So.
1: and the it's I really love the jewelry application too. That's it's funny because so much of uh, you know, we make we create value kits that they have mm-hmm. value in them based as opposed to buying everything kind of carte. I'm Pretty
2: sure I bought a value kit. Mm. Just Probably to so. See what mm. it was going to be like, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. and a lot
1: of it too is just to show people. The application. So at the mm-hmm. end of the day, it's just panels and hooks and shelves and mm-hmm. brackets and all that. But when you can actually highlight what it does. And so we didn't even think about jewelry, obviously, when we started it, it was, it started, we were manufacturer. It started in an industrial space. We needed something that was nice and didn't wear out and all that. And then our customers started using it for all these creative applications. And that's what we would see. Mm-hmm. So we have a photo contest where people can email in their setups and we started seeing jewelry and you know, crafting areas, kitchen, pots and pans. It's huge and like tight apartments and things like that. And so we would create these value kits around these, you know, listening to the customer, let them tell you what they want. So, um, yeah. I mean, it's
0: it's like Julia child's kitchen was known for the, the pegboard that they used for her pots and pans and all of the other utensils in there. And, um, they have a new reality show about cooking with Julia and yeah, they have that up there. And I I thought about wall control and I saw that I'm like, Oh, that's really cool because you could do so many different things. Yeah. With that's, it.
1: And that, yeah, it's the, uh, the versatility of it. The hard part for us again is just kind of getting the word out there to mm-hmm. like, you know, the different organizations. I mean, this is, I have a question for you guys. So From your vantage point as professional organizers, what could a brand like wall control do to better make itself known to your community?
3: Hmm.
0: Get into the container store.
3: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. Do you have
0: that? (laughs) That was my first thought. Get on the home edit. Talk to Marie Kondo. (laughs) See, I don't Um, even know.
1: I don't, I'm not familiar with the home edit. Okay. So so the home
0: edit is,
1: um, I'm going to write these things down.
0: This business that started in uh, they're in Nashville, Tennessee. They're also in LA, and they have a Netflix special out, which is kind of what really got the worldwide knowledge from the home edit. And they're a group of professional organizers, and they work a lot with celebrities, but also with us normal folk. And so, yeah, ever since their Netflix special, you get to watch them every show. They do one celebrity and then one, you know, quote unquote, normal civilian. And they did like Khloe Kardashian's house and closet and garage and everything else. So they have a line of supplies Mm -hmm. at Container Store as well as Walmart. Gotcha. So they figured out that not everybody can afford Container Store. And so they also put their line into Walmart. So yeah, I think that would probably be good and of course Marie Kondo is another professional organizer has a Netflix special
3: right, and um
0: the the art of tidying the joy of tidying the anyway joy of tidying. anyway she wrote a book she's great she's yes, super everything brings you joy everything and brings you, you joy them. I read, I read it that go yeah oh really yep <laughs>
2: Did, it didn't work for you. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, it sounds like it didn't I was, work for you. <laughs> I mean, a lot of things bring me joy. Um, yes, but you're supposed to be able right. to thank
3: them well, and I let them, them go, and then I put them back because I need them again. <laughs> ah. I will say about that from Marie Kondo, though. I did change how I fold my clothes mm, because, yes. of, because of her, because, mm-hmm. and that has helped mm-hmm. me a lot because I hate the stacks of. Yeah, the file, the file
0: fold in a dresser drawer is really
3: fantastic. Yeah, Yeah. my significant other and I both before I joined manufacturing during COVID, uh, we're both in the restaurant and booze and bar industry. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you've ever been to a bar, but they like to give away free Mm T-shirts. And so, you know, hundreds and hundreds of T-shirts we have. Yes. um, Which they expect you to wear (laughs) the next time they're going to be there doing a promotion. Yes. And. My significant other is one of the giver away of oh, t-shirts, wow. and so, wow. you know, we have they just mail you shirts, and you're like, oh, somebody's going to expect thousands me to wear this at
0: of some t-shirts. Time. Yeah. yeah,
3: I mean, we routinely go through and give them away, donate them. Mm-hmm. I made a rug out of a bunch of mine, but
0: oh, nice a rug. But that's see, it's just see all yeah, the different like ways you can exactly. use yeah. stuff. Yeah,
1: that's what when you were talking about making sh- or making like quilts out of old shirts, yeah. like mm-hmm. that is like a Stephanie turned. Anything into something else, you know. Love so. it. I actually
3: all the sentimental ones and like places like bars I helped found or like events that I planned. I cut the logo out and I saved mm-hmm. the logo, cool. and then I cut up the rest to make it into a rug.
0: Yeah. See, I love the repurposing. Yeah, that's. So I, don't really feel idea. Idea. I do feel bad about throwing something I just right.
3: hate seeing something go in the trash mm-hmm. that could still be useful. But if somebody else wants to use it, that's fine. I'll give it away if someone else. Will sure. It. I and just don't want to throw it away. You can take all the logos that you cut and make. A huge mosaic. She's that's smart. that's the plan. Yeah. But there's it's much smaller space now that it's just logos. <laughs> so aha, uh-huh. uh, yeah.
1: Man, t-shirts. I gotta. I don't have that many, but I got too many. You know. Oh, Janet, I've donated
3: so many. Mm-hmm. Any
1: tips on where to draw the line on when you should just get rid of
0: something?
2: Mm-hmm. When yep. it doesn't fit, and you have to shove it in the drawer.
1: Okay.
0: Just get a bigger
2: drawer.
1: I'll, yeah.
0: So. <laughs> Take out three and they go away. Yeah. So you can be um, as strict with yourself or as lenient with yourself as you want. But I had one client who was so strict with herself that she had 30 hangers in her closet. And when she bought something new, Mm -hmm. something had to go. I like that. And that was like she limited herself to 30 hangers. And that sounds impossible for a lot of people, but I probably don't have more than 30 pieces of hanging clothes. And I have four drawers in my dresser. And when I get... Okay, again. Let's go back to... I know I'm not to, the norm. Not, you, do no, you don't I know I'm <laughs> not the norm. But when the drawers get full, it's exactly yes. what you said. Because, I mean, I, I have a horrible time. I buy ton, way too many T-shirts mm-hmm. and, and casual clothes. There's only so much room in that drawer. So, yeah, something's got to go. And usually it's the stuff at the bottom. Another tip is um, to hang it backwards in your closet. And at the end of the year, mm. set a year, kind of set a calendar alarm reminder and look. And if you haven't turned the hanger around, so every time you wear something, yeah. you turn it around. So you know res- if yeah. anything's still backwards after a year, you're probably never going to wear that again.
1: I like that. That's yeah. really
0: good. Unless it's like something very formal that you would only mm-hmm. go to like, uh, you know, like a, like a tuxedo or something. Or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But my husband hangs all of his t-shirts. I don't hang t-shirts, but he hangs all of his, I would
1: not have enough space if I tried to do that. Mm -hmm. That's what, yeah, the t-shirt is hard. The, like the, the older sentimental stuff that like you are probably not going to wear again, but it just feels, it's just hard to get rid of. Well, that
2: should be in a box. Yeah. Cause you're never wearing them. Yeah, that's true. And then you make a blanket.
1: Gotcha.
0: Right. So maybe give yourself like one keepsakes box for Mm -hmm. things like that. And then have like one for maybe cards and photos. Um, But try to limit to the keepsakes boxes too, Mm -hmm. because one of our, one is enough. One of our biggest issues, and I say this as a non-human parent, (laughs) I have fur babies, but I don't have human babies. Um, We have a lot of clients who are saving all of their children's stuff, Mm -hmm. even as they're adults. And they kind of have become a storage unit for their adult children. And I mean, so at some point, Mm -hmm. if you're moving or if you run out of space, you need to just limit it. So my mom, when I turned, I think 25, because I'm the youngest of three, she gave us all a beautiful box that she had bought at I don't know like Michaels or Hobby Lobby or something. I'm sure Stephanie could make us a box. Mm-hmm. And um she put like a couple report cards, the swim team ribbon, like a few swim team ribbons. Mm-hmm. Not all the swim team ribbons. One Barbie for me. I'm sure my brother's got, you know, a couple trophies, maybe some scribbled artwork. You know, just a few things in one box because we didn't want anything else. And she knew we'd want some things. Yeah. So, you know, that's kind of a nice way to get it down to. I like that. The essentials. You still have a piece of your childhood, but you don't have every single piece of your childhood (laughs) because it adds up, especially if your kids are artists. Yeah. You know, this is
1: what you drew in fourth grade. Like, yeah. There's
3: a My dad's attic is probably half art projects. Wow.
0: Wow! Yes, and and my mom
3: brought an entire pod and dropped it in my house. My parents got divorced. I was twenty-five. I had bought my house two years before, and she drove from Virginia, stopped in Savannah, dropped off everything of hers that was mine. Right? Wow! Put it straight in my attic, Mm -hmm. and then I didn't. Look at right. it until I sold my house. Yeah. Wow. And it's still in those same boxes that I'm about to move to another house. Uh-uh. Yeah. And I'm no. yeah, so not you know, close know. to 25. So no, no. the universe brought this conversation no, no. together. Uh-huh. Just Stop the of madness. It, yeah, yeah, exactly. Stop that vicious cycle of it's just, just moving. It doesn't count. <laughs> they can't see it. <laughs> um, well, it's also, I, I mean, I'm sure you've experienced this before, but I know I sold my house. Mm-hmm. And there's different things that you need and want as a homeowner or as a renter. Right. And so in the... Three moves since I've been a homeowner. There's things I'm not gonna do it to a rental house, and especially being a handy person and someone that likes to decorate and improve my own space. You know, I'm holding on to these things because I know that I will want to use them again. Right. But um, but I've just been carting them around the Eastern Seaboard for the mm-hmm. last <laughs> all so. all the artwork from your childhood. Well, not mm-hmm. the artwork from my childhood, but I mean, <laughs> I've hung some artwork up. But there's some things like like china. Right. Like at, we're yeah. in COVID and I don't right. have any friends in Atlanta. Who's going to come use my china? I'm going to leave that. She has that. friends
1: know everybody. I have friends Aww.
3: now. But like no one's coming cool. to our tiny rental house right. for a right. dinner party. Right. There's yeah. no right. reason to unpack that. Yeah. But I don't want to throw it away because when we move in two weeks. Right. Hopefully someone will come over. Right. And I will be able to use a plate right. that's not plastic. And yeah.
0: I'm just going to um, mention because you said this and this is a big deal for a lot of people. I want to make sure people know that it is not our goal as professional organizers to throw all your stuff away. That is seriously not what we want to do. But when we do get rid of your items that you're ready to part with, we are going to do everything in our power to donate them to somebody who will use them and love them as their own. So it's giving a new life to those things that you weren't using. And so a lot of people think, well, if I'm giving it away, I'm throwing it away. And I just want everybody to know that I've worked with lots of charities over the years and thrift stores and estate sale people and everything else. And we call it the clutter tsunami that is all this stuff going into landfills. And we're trying as hard as we possibly can to make sure that the stuff that you no longer want gets into the hands of somebody who is really going to use it and need it. So, you know, all of those kids toys that you have for your 40 and 50 year old (laughs) quote unquote kids, there are kids in foster care who uh, foster cares is an awesome organization that isn't far from here where we are in Georgia right now. They're in Roswell. They're the warehouse for every foster child in Georgia and every single foster kid can go in there and get, clothing, shoes, toys, books. And then they have another thrift store where they sell things that aren't for the kids um, and use the money for foster care. So a lot of times I'm like, okay, you you don't have any grandkids or the grandkids aren't actually going to be playing with that stuff. Why don't you give it to somebody who's going to use it now? So yeah,
1: that's an awesome point and something that I know would it, that would be the difference for me getting rid yeah. of something like that. I, that was right. of use to, it could be of use to somebody else. Just you're not throwing it away. You're right. not getting rid of it. You're like, it's like paying it forward almost. You know? Absolutely. A hundred
0: percent. And it's, it's important that we do it while we're there. Yeah. So when we work with people, part of our fee includes donating for that. Gotcha. You so take it away, take it mm-hmm. to the charity for them. If we can fit it in our car or we get a charity to come pick it up for free. If we can't, That's because awesome. we We want them to feel like they've accomplished something and, we actually want it to get to the charity right. too because so many people just like drive it around in their car. Yeah. for 10 done that. For, <laughs> for, I'm staring at Stephanie. Um, they'll just drive
3: I'll it around, drive around, around. But there is for a bag months. in my significant other's car to take to Goodwill. Well,
0: mm-hmm. look, we're all human, right? Yeah. I mean, we just forget. So it's it's one of those things where that's part of the service that we offer. And we think that's really important. We and also- you know good
3: places to take exactly. it. Exactly. Right, that's right. true. Exactly. And where the needs are. And, I've yeah. seen, I mean, I've volunteered at like the house habitat mm-hmm. and, the good wills. Wills. and mm-hmm. they throw so much stuff away they I'm do. like this is not trash but they can't use right. it so right. having some i mean just for peace of mind someone like myself who doesn't want to see not because it's my treasure and i right. don't want it to right. be trash but because i don't want to see the earth filled with absolutely. my trash yeah. <laughs> absolutely that's why i wanted to make that
0: point because so many people think well if it's leaving me it's being thrown away And I'm like, no, it's being donated unless it's broken or mildewed, which you Mm -hmm. should throw it away. Right. That's just
1: a health situation there. So, yeah.
0: And all the, um, everything changed with COVID too for charities. So, it is always good to be up on all their new Mm -hmm. rules and everything else. And I'll go ahead since we talked about foster cares, they went from like 14,000 volunteers to 4,000 volunteers. Mm -hmm. Wow. So, if you guys want a great place to volunteer, call Foster Cares. It's great to take your kids there. It's great to like, you get to sort stuff and I like to match up shoes. That's my favorite thing to do when I'm there. You match the left and the right. That is like an
1: organizer. Like, it's like yeah, that, that, that game like where you flipped over and matched up things. I, it's yeah.
0: incredible and they need people and so because of that, you have to set an appointment now to take them donations. Like they're two weeks out. You wow. have to actually set an appointment because they've lost so many. So go volunteer at Foster Cares and if you do want to take something to them, Make sure you set an appointment in advance because that changed in the last two years. Gotcha. Or I can hire you and you'll just. take Or you can just hire yeah. us. We'll just do it <laughs> we'll for you.
1: We'll it. navigate the. Do- Seems yeah, exactly. like the
3: way to go, right? No. Save <laughs> the sure. traffic and so much easier. I, don't have to make an
1: I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> That's like a whole selling, just Like with we're gas not prices these days. Organizers, we donate liaisons. You know. <laughs> yeah.
3: You mean you're going to drive to Roswell for me, yes. and my house is going to be clean? Why yes, yeah, exactly. yes I am.
0: Yeah, there's so many great charities, and they're usually you know, 15 on the way home from wherever we were working that day. So yeah, yeah, we love to offer that as part of our services.
1: Well, that's cool. Well, I, uh, I don't want to take up y'all's whole afternoon, but I also don't want to leave anything unspoken that any, any bit about your business you'd like people to know or any question that didn't get asked, you know, anything that you think the audience would find value in knowing that we didn't cover. Let
0: me think anything, Mindy. Okay. Oh,
2: I'm not. Yeah.
0: Anymore.
3: <laughs> yeah. You got. It. Turn. <laughs> Sorry. Mindy yeah. question. Okay. As a yep. designer. Yes. How often are you torn between wanting to have good design, like principles of design? Mm-hmm. I have an art design background and wanting to have a functional space Ooh, good for the person. Question. <laughs> so for me personally, I
2: believe the two go hand in hand. I think you can accomplish both. Um, I mean, that's what I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so like that's my skill set. And I love to try to create a space for whoever I'm working with. It's certainly probably not my design aesthetic, but I like to work with other people's design aesthetic because it's, I mean, it makes it fun and creative. If it's not like my whole, if I'm not on HGTV and the house looks the same every single episode, not saying uh-huh. that. Uh-huh.
0: I know what you're talking about
2: but I like that I have different types of clients and one is doing wood paneling still. And, you know, I have another one that would never put wood
3: in their house. (laughs) Do you have people that come in? They're like, I love a modern aesthetic. I want this like clean everything. And then they have like a house full of stuff that they also don't want to get rid of. Yes. How do you do that?
2: So those are, those are the ones that I love the most because I'm like, Okay, so you really actually like antiques and they're not even modern antiques. It's not like you like, you know, old art deco. That's it's- what I love. <laughs> <laughs> but they they have like their family heirlooms that are, you know, old English and I'm like, okay, so so we have to incorporate this. So a lot of times it's the case goods are kind of more traditional and then you incorporate their modern style with less accessories and clean lines on their sofas and chairs. And it's kind of fun. It's that a great fun.
3: That yeah. is challenging. Yeah, exactly. I bet you yeah. don't get bored a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad you
0: asked that too, because we constantly get this battle between fashion and function is what mm-hmm. I call it. Mm-hmm. Because so many of our clients, they want, especially like in a home office or something like that. They want, they need, let me start with any, they need, they need space for their stuff, Yes, but they want all of this super clean, modern things. Or their and, spouse does. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope they're not listening. They're going to know exactly who we're talking about. No, but We um, love them. They're we my favorite. We actually do. We do. And again, it's just one of those things where you, at the end of the day, you have to talk you, them through it and say, look. Well, and you have to make it functional. Yeah. You really Plus, do. If you're working and out of that if you're working out of that space, you got to have a place to put your supplies and your paperwork and everything else. And if you have an open desk with no cabinets and no drawers, Mm -hmm. it's impossible.
2: Yeah.
3: So,
0: well, and that
2: brings in to the other issue of, you know, a lot of times we go in where they have a designer, like I'm not the designer. right?
3: Oh, right.
2: They already have designers. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's, it's, Putting on the other hat and saying, oh, okay, this is what they had in mind, but we still have to make it organizationally work. Yeah. So it's a benefit for me because I have kind of both, mm-hmm. but some designers do not have that organization mm-hmm. sense.
3: Oh. No, and, and it's so why you love- go
2: into a place, and I'm like, "Oh, well, they made it look pretty. It's so not functional. It's like, mm-hmm.
3: Oh, it's a kitchen, but you can't put any kitchen but stuff you in it. Can't,
2: there's no space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like and that's that.
0: why I love working with Mindy because I've worked with so many designers over the years that like would not allow a three year old to have toys, and would not allow somebody who just had a brand new kitchen remodeled to keep the the soap dispenser on the mm-hmm. counter. I mean. Again, like, these people have to live in their homes. These aren't our homes. It's not form over function. It It depends on the functional. Yeah, they have to love it. Yeah. They have to love it. So at the end of the day, I'm always like, please be brutally honest with me, because we need to make it work for you.
3: What about, do you have clients ever that don't have the budget to do all the things they want to do? So, like, they can't renovate their whole house, but they still need to, like, I mean, I know my – we were not planning on houses being this expensive nowadays. So the budget we would have put in for new furniture and new organization systems that I'm not just going to take from work, you know, uh, I am. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's a perk. That's when it goes on a phase
2: plan. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Hey, these are the two rooms that you are in the most, that you have functionality issues with. Mm -hmm. You're going to do one space. So how do and you organize six months your later, things?
3: you'll come back and do this next space. Do you still put your stuff away and like yeah. live in the space yes. without the proper equipment? Yes. And sometimes you have some boxes. Like I have,
2: we have done before where we had two rooms that we completely did. And then we we're like, you're going to live in these boxes. And we just set the boxes up and put their stuff in them. Because they were like, we know we want furniture, but we can't buy
3: it right now. I'm like, so you okay. work with people, even yeah, yeah. sure, that's really yeah. cool. I so just we kind make of it functional. Like you now some have-
2: people are like, hey, it functions just fine with for me. I'm not gonna change
3: yeah, it. I mean,
0: yeah, sometimes there's temporary solutions, right? I mean, yeah. especially if you're talking about uh, children's space and toy rooms mm-hmm. where they're gonna grow into it. You never, I never want people to go blow thousands of dollars on a storage unit Mm -hmm. for kids toys because they're not going to need them in five or 10 years. Mm -hmm. So, you know, some, for some people like it, it might look like clear plastic drawers that are labeled for five years, or it might look like cubbies with canvas or whatever. We want to work with their budget and make it work for them. We did Mm -hmm. that a lot over COVID. We did, we made, um, Spaces into like homeschooling spaces because so many people were doing virtual learning, and so that was something none of us ever thought we would be doing: is turning a house into a classroom. Wall control
2: could have come in. Oh my gosh, where were you two years ago? We were were right here. here Yeah, Yeah. I didn't know. We were
0: making
3: kids desks and dividers exactly.
0: (laughs) But you know, to Stephanie's point, we weren't we weren't buying anything for those projects. We were using what they had in. It used to be holding stuffed animals and now it's holding pencils and pens and calculators. And, you know, so I, most of our clients have what they need and the, the most challenging thing is doing the, the focus time and the elbow grease that's needed and purging that is often needed to make the space work for you. Yeah. And so that's where we come in because, you know, that's how we're going to be able to help you no matter what your budget is. Um, most people don't need anything. And okay. I actually got a few calls after the home edit first came out and somebody said, I want you to home edit my closet. I'm like, okay, let's talk about this. So if we did it the way I'm watching them do it on TV and I don't know these people. So, you know, please don't sue me. Yeah. Um, but they post their rates online and they usually have about five people on each project, even small closets. So I did the math and I was like, okay, it would cost about $3,000 for them to do your closet. So I can bring in one organizer and, you probably don't actually need any product, (laughs) but if we do, we'll buy some product. And she was able to do it for $300. Wow. And the client was thrilled. I mean, we can rainbow color coordinate anybody's closet for no additional supplies. And we certainly don't need four people to do that. So yeah, I'm all for what's your budget? What can you afford? What's your goal for the space? And then we will work within that to make it happen.
1: That's so good. Well, thank you both for coming You're on. Welcome. I we could talk all afternoon. Know, it's just I know you. we'll have to thank have like you. a part two sometime. <laughs> yeah. So yes. uh, to wrap things up, um, how can people find you? I think you, uh, we've yes. spoken to you guys can service pretty much any budget and any need in that space. So how how can people find you if they just want to reach out?
0: Yeah. So our website is simply organized you, which is spelled y o u dot com, and my phone number is 404 825 four zero four eight two five two one zero five and we're on all the social media platforms usually as either simply organized you or simply org
1: you excellent well thank you both mindy and heather for coming on it's been a blast thanks a lot awesome thank you for
0: joining us organization conversation is brought to you by Wall Control, a family owned and operated producer of best in class wall mounted organizers for your home or business made right here in the USA. To learn more, go to wallcontrol.com.